Welcome to Feel Feelings with Danny and George, the show that talks about feelings and the things that make you feel them. I really hate that she talks now. Yeah. yeah. It, it does. I mean, keep talking about that with like everybody now. It's like people are having their first experiences that this lady's in the room with them also. <laughs> I wonder if that's for like blind people. You know, that makes sense. Yeah. We've always just thought it was like a warning thing. I mean, I think so too, but it's like, what? I never get warnings, other warnings that are like, I am computer, but it's like, ah. Yeah. Like sign and accept the terms of agreement or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I thank my GPS when it tells me I enter a different state. That's kind. So it kills me last. Yeah, that, I I am a firm believer in just like being kind to like to computers because you have to. Yeah, my sure. my, uh, my brother is, like insists on using uh, uh, oh, Alexa, Alexa all the time, even though it's just like totally fucking useless. But, you, but, you will never convince me to talk to that little box. No, I, I it's like you. so fun. Like my looks, my brother like thinks it's it's so clever. Like because he bought it for my my parents, so we'll be like having dinner, and my mom will be like, I wonder what the weather's like tomorrow. And he's like, Well, like Alexa, what's the weather like for tomorrow? And Alexa's like, <laughs> uh, you know, like, showing movie times. So, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> the weather, what's the weather? like and like it just it's like a 45 minute conversation with this box and there's no one like and he just gets like angrier and angrier at it and uh, yeah i think your brother just wants to, an excuse to yell at something <laughs> yeah yeah but but like yeah he gets he gets pissed at it and like and insults it and i'm like yeah. i'm like i am sure that like he will be first to go when oh, he, uh, the yeah the, the only only good thing I've ever seen done with an Alexa is Seamus Millar for a long time. Anytime he walked into a room that had one, he'd go, Alexa, play Dreams and Nightmares and just, just start playing Meek Mill. It was awesome. No matter where you are, just start like banging out. It's crazy. Every once in a while, Casey. Oh, by the way, welcome to the show. I'm George. That's Dan. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, okay. This is Feel Feelings. The, every once in a while, Casey will just like, she'll be hanging out with her friends and she'll say, like someone will say something ridiculous. Well, it'd be like, uh oh yeah we're just getting stony baloney at the cheeburger cheeburger so she'll yell at alexa and go alexa add to my shopping list cheeburger cheeburger <laughs> and so now when she goes when she's bored or having a rough day she goes oh, alexa redeem my shopping list and it's just this slew of weird inside jokes that have been <laughs> accumulated for years you know i i kind of love that also yeah. we're joined by by Matt and Jackie and Rose from Incredible Dreams. Hey guys! Wow. Hey. <laughs> uh, also, Alexa is fun. Uh, or like my parents have kind of cornered her in their own insanity as well. If like my parents, like my stepdad and my mom are arguing, my stepdad will just like finish the argument and walk away and go, Alexa play circus music <laughs> I'm gonna leave the room but they play it on such loud volumes that it can't hear my mom over the circus music that is so that just, is like one amazing feature of alexa is just that you can just ask it to play anything like yeah I, yeah when i remember my brothers and, and it just gets quiet it's just be like play smash mouth <laughs> 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 yeah you, you just do that do you remember those videos where it was like um it was like people like asking Alexa if it's like sending the information to the CIA. You remember that? 
Oh yeah, and, and it like couldn't it just really answer. Off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> question. Would like try to change the subject. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. How would yeah, I your anyway. shopping list? Yeah. Here's your shopping list. <laughs> Remember cheeseburger, cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Alexa? <laughs> oh, back back in the day, it was just Furby selling her information. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I miss that. I wish I had one now. That like. That feels so novel. Like back then, I was creeped out by it, but like, yeah, yeah. how harmless was that back then? I guess. Yeah, I like that none of us have an Alexa. We really, and most people do. Yeah, I I do still feel though that like I'm probably close enough to one right now that like I just activated enough. a lot of things for people. Yeah, <laughs> your neighbor is pissed. Yeah. <laughs> What's well, like? I have the the Google phone, and anytime anybody says Google in a podcast I'm listening to, my phone's like, "Oh, did you want me to say something? Want me to find something for you? I'm Google. I heard mm-hmm. Google. I'm Google. That's it. Hi, I'm Google. Uh-huh. That sucks. Don't you have to uh, say, "Hey, Google"? Is that the thing, or does even when you say Google, it just? I I've never actually set it up on my phone, but I would assume at this point it knows that I mumble. So it's like anytime there's just like a quick sound before the word Google, I've, I've even like gone back to see like what, what just happened. And like, there's a couple of times where it's like, Ugh, Google, <laughs> uh, like, that's what you think I've, Oh man, come on. I've had this phone for a year and a half. It's really creepy. It's really creepy. Yeah. I don't, I'm not a fan of the, the world hearing me. No, this uh, is like uncanny valley shit. This is like mm-hmm. like grody, freaky computer shit. Yeah. You know, like- Actually, I just I just watched an interview. It was like a clip on some sort of TikTok page, not TikTok, uh, Instagram page that I follow, where it was David Bowie pretty much just predicting that the internet's going to ruin everything <laughs> in like 1999. <laughs> he was like, yeah, we won't even be able to fathom each other as humans anymore. And I'm like, oh, you know, he's got a player. point. He's a soothsayer. Uh, yeah. He's a thumb <laughs> Okay, solving <laughs> mysteries. Okay, spaceman. God, he was always right all this time. Sexless. Okay, he <laughs> he did it all. Big and pants. He, he's fucking right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wait, what was it? Um, oh, someone sent me the New York Times article about the guy sneaking KFC into locked down Australian towns so they can get KFC. <laughs> What? He got arrested for it because he was smuggling contraband into a lockdown city. Uh, and so I, when my friend sent me that, I just sent them the video for Heroes by David Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> Smart. It's like that's the that's the end credit song to uh Smart. to that yeah. made for TV movie about the KFC <laughs> smuggler of Adelaide, Australia. <laughs> Speaking oh. of fried chicken, I was uh, working in a school just earlier this week and. There was just like one of those guys who comes in soliciting something and was giving stuff away to the teachers. And they all kept coming into the cafeteria with like giant plates of fried chicken and salad and hoagies. And to a person, not a single one of them had any idea what that guy was there for. (laughs) What kind of stuff do people come in to solicit? I remember when I was teaching. (laughs) 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 When I was teaching, there would be people doing like... 401k stuff and like coming in uh, from different agencies of like you can do this with your money i'm like okay well i i'm not gonna buy it. that's not a thing to do i guess which really it isn't trying to like get teachers to invest their money so they're not like grief stricken and impoverished yeah. are no longer teaching 
Yeah. Also, maybe we could just pay for their own markers so they don't have to buy their own school supplies. Yeah. 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 Right. Let's not have to turn to the internet for all your needs to be felt. Honestly, my friend that sent me the article is a high school uh, teacher. He learned that went to school to teach history and they just gave him the philosophy class. And half the time he just plays that YouTube series crash course with John Green. He just puts that on the TV (laughs) and walks out of the room. He does not give a shit. (laughs) He's like, Alexa, play heroes. (laughs) He takes uh, an hour long dump. Yeah. Yep. He's like, oh, kids, I'm going to be busy for a minute. Um, uh, you know, there were teachers that really loved teaching. You know, there mm-hmm. were some that just just could never see themselves doing anything else. And you like are supposed to love those teachers, you know, forever. They make such an impact on children. Mm-hmm. So there are some people. Where am I going with this? I don't know. Some people are going to make you watch video games and some people are really going to give a shit about great expectations. Yeah. I had a ton and of great teachers that. that went above and beyond their own like I had a music teacher. I did not know how to play guitar, but I joined like every guitar based thing, like extracurricular and then realized like I just sat there and I was like, Hey, can you teach me how to play guitar? And he was like, I barely know how to play guitar, but here's a chord sheet that I printed out at home and stuff like went a little bit of the extra mile. I had a teacher that we mentioned on this podcast a couple months back that like informed my music belief uh, because he like gave me a CD of bright eyes and he was like, you'll like this. You should wow. listen to this. Yeah. So, yeah. He, yeah. he once told me that before a uh, before a, a talent show, he was like, "You should listen to this song called Two Headed Boy' by Neutral Milk Hotel. It's a very George song." Yeah, and like Dad lives with me forever. Where is he now? A great teacher. Where is that teacher now? He's married to a guidance counselor, and he went to college with um, a, ba- a member of a band that we had on the show a couple months back. So I got to like hit him up and say, hey, "See how he was doing? He's got kids. He's living his life. He teaches but middle he, like, school now." Let you like that bright eyes and neutral milk hotel hookup that you gave me. His yes. No, I, I think I said in the episode where I was like, "I'll probably dance to a bright eyes song at my wedding in some capacity." So thank you for that. Uh, and his wife wrote back because he doesn't have a Facebook, but his wife does. So I was like, <laughs> "He's a genius." It sucked too because <laughs> I had to ask her. Uh, it, it, I had to ask her, um, like, hi, on her birthday, I was like, hey, hope you're well. Can I speak to your husband, please? Like, I know it's your birthday, <laughs> but I do not need it's, you right It's my now. gift to I you. you. I don't know you. You're married to my favorite teacher. I don't know you. Yeah. <laughs> there was this one, um, there was this one, like, substitute teacher that, uh, yeah, I mean, like, he was just a substitute, you know, he didn't have too much responsibility, but I remember, like, one time, like, he was in one of my classes and you know it was just it basically was just a study hall like we didn't we didn't have anything uh didn't have anything to, to do um and you know he was just like everyone stay busy and he just like looked at me and was like you come up here <laughs> so, like, his computer he's like he's like what kind of music do you listen to we just like started talking about music and he like he like gave me all these recommendations and like yeah he was awesome like totally like like you know took a liking to me um but he, uh, a friend of mine had him for a different class. It was like a, um, like a, a, a video production class. And the assignment was they were like supposed to be making this, like this video, mo- this video montage for Mother's Day of all these like, these like photos of like these students and their mothers and stuff like that. And uh, you're gonna like set it to music and, and whatnot. And um, 
And so while all these kids were like working on their montages, he was just like at his computer kind of plugging away and he was like, everybody gather around. So everyone like went up to this guy's desk and he had just taken some students' pictures and of like him and his mom and said it to uh, get out of my dreams, get into my car. Just <laughs> 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 made everyone watch this montage. He was like, all right, everyone back to your seats. Awesome. You that I know, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I was thinking about like, what's a good song to like A and B to where it's like, yeah, you could play, you know, vitamin C graduation or, and then you just play like, like fall of Troy or something. <laughs> like, it doesn't look brutal. That, but actually I did have a teacher do that too. I had a, I had a video teacher who did, um, we would do like little snippets before the morning announcement, like a cold open almost before the morning announcements to just be funny. Mm. Uh, and he did one where it was just how his day goes on a regular basis. So it was like him locking his car, walking in, setting things up. It was like really mundane, but it was set to the most like brutal death metal that one of the metal <laughs> kids was. <laughs> And he couldn't play it because there was a scene where he was reading a newspaper and then put it down. And you could see that like he was in the bathroom and the, <laughs> the, the, the student, the, the, the like head office was like, no, 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 you can't do that. It, it insinuates that your pants are down in school. And he was like, yeah, it insinuates that I'm shitting. It's, that's not the problem. You, everyone poops, but we can't picture a teacher with the pants down. It's, it's bad. <laughs> I had a a similar music influence teacher who uh, played sublime for the class. And to this day, I cannot stand it. (laughs) Dude, I, uh, I have a sublime. uh, Did we should we talk about this before? Uh, Perhaps. I feel like we we would have had to. I'll go get it. Well, you have a sublime. What is it? License plate. Yeah. That's got a sublime license plate. Nice. That we've used. That we oh, use really? in, our, in our recent oh, yeah. films that we made. You need to do an audio description of this for yeah. people listening to this. Yeah. Oh, it just listen. says sublime with the yeah. five. Well, the S is a five, which I like. It's it's subliminal, if you don't mind the pun. It is. <laughs> I I do kind of love that because uh, I like I like it because it it's just a word and it's a whole word as a license plate. Something about that is very <laughs> satisfying to me, and it doesn't sound like the band. Um, my mom had a vanity plate for a very long time. Um, when she was a state farm insurance agent, she's retired now. So I'm allowed to say whatever the fuck I want. Um, Uh she had a vanity license plate that was G D N A B R. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Goddamn neighbor. Uh, goddamn neighbor. Uh, <laughs> they uh, and then they had like a 40th birthday party for her or something, and they were doing like Cindy trivia. And my aunt, one of the questions was, "What is Cindy's vanity plate?" And my aunt, who's from the south, just went, "Go nabber." the table. Oh my god, that's amazing. Go nabber. Go nabber. Oh, so lovely. That's that phrase that we all love. <laughs> yes. There was one time I was driving around in Clearwater, Florida, and I was terrible. I know I was down there for yeah, Philly spring training. So yeah, yeah. The, the only reason anyone ends up in Clearwater, Florida, I can't imagine being there for any other purpose. <laughs> and, and when we got to go to like St. Petersburg, it was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was a weird trip. But yeah, we were behind this SUV. It had a like a novelty plate that was all soccer themed. And then it was also a vanity plate. 
uh, on one side of the soccer ball, it was SCR. And on the other side, it was TM, which just is scrotum. Yep, that's scrotum. <laughs> I love the sack of balls. I, I I love that. I I had like the worst like flip phone picture of it, and I I wish I could have like got anything better because it just lost to the ages. But it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I'm sure they have it. I'm sure the persons whose car it was like they saved that vanity plate. They have oh. to like if you you can't give that up. No, it's like in Rhode Island where you like try to get the lowest number possible. It's like a sign oh yeah, of you can get one status yeah. of like you can get like look the lowest number possible. And so there's like these low plate numbers in Rhode Island um uh and it's Absolutely. like a group of them Absolutely. uh and uh like you save that you save those shouldn't you right yeah of you course can give you that up those. yeah i'm just gonna go back to lcg 9118 no fuck that no. it's not even a fun the, one the very weird thing for a while when i bought my car and it's all out of whack now because i just moved the license plate over to my new car and whatever but i i figured out kind of like the time frame of like it was like J. I wish I knew my license plate. I've had it for a long time. You know, you not you don't know it. You not, know not immediately. Does everyone uh, else know theirs? I, I knew my I, old I, one. I just said it. Yeah. I committed it to memory, but I never knew mine. Do you know it now? Yes. I'm not gonna say it on here, but it's <laughs> five of Because <laughs> <laughs> I never had mine. Because you know, when you pay for parking in the city these yeah. days, you gotta use a muni. I have have a picture of it on my phone, which I only have the picture by accident because I was taking a picture of damage after it got hit. But like now I know I can just refer to it. So um, that that piece of memory just exists on my phone. I don't need it. I don't use those things in Philly. They just give me a ticket anyway. Oh, I know. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Every time I'm like, like two hours. I got a ticket in Asbury uh, because Casey paid for the parking when we went down there and she did not set it to my car. So she just paid for parking of her car. Yeah. 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 You have to know your, like, you know, committed to memory. I I, I believe in that. And I also think immunity is a piece of shit, but I will (laughs) walk to the middle of the block, you know, put that shit in. I turn my leather inside out. I don't know what the fuck is going to happen to me while I'm trying to park my car. So I have a I have an issue with that. I want to, I would go back to quarters. I would go back to. Oh, I would yeah. I would be fine with that. Nobody carries yeah. cash anymore, so it's like yeah. this stupid. I, I find the whole ticket in the window thing. I think that's like. Oh yeah, that's great. Go, but. Oh, I just forgot about those. I haven't seen those in a long time now either. Yeah. I want parking to be just like it is in South Philadelphia, where it's just Rogue. the survival of yeah, the fittest. Where it's just fuck <laughs> you. Yeah. yeah I used to live. Yeah. yeah, I used to live. I think on like twelfth. I think it was on like 12 like my or something. Stabbed, it's my tires. They're like, fuck off. They're like, <laughs> yeah. to my fire hydrant. Fuck off, bitch. I'm five years old. Get away from my house. <laughs> they're very angry with me. And if this is like an, an elderly woman that will do this to my car. She mm-hmm. like stabbed the tire once. I also you when you're retired, I think. Yes. She was just bored. She was bored and she was like, I'm used to picking on people. So it's going to be you now. I need this now. Like, She's like, my last name is Guglielmo. Yours is Luardo. Mine's more Italian. Fuck off. <laughs> That's how she oh, Yours isn't even Italian at all. <laughs> it isn't. <laughs> Don't tell her that. Don't tell her that. I no, it's the move? Luardos of Sicily. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Filipino. You know. <laughs> Sicily and the Philippines. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Wait. So, you know, when you, like, when I moved to South Philadelphia, 
it was really a lot of like older grandmoms that were living here, like yep. angry, older Italian women, husbands were dead, kids were in the mafia, fuck off. You know, like I was living with my then boyfriend. They were all like, you're living in sin. Look at this. <laughs> Look at this couple living in sin. And it's a completely different shit show around here now. There's only oh, yeah, no. one of oh, them still left. a shit show, for yeah, sure. <laughs> totally. Now Not I'm, as many Catholics around. Not as many Catholics. Water ISIS. I didn't know how much, how many like people subscribed to the Water ISIS clan until, you know, until I, until I had to know, until I saw everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Until you had to assimilate. Yeah. So, yeah, I used to I used to have a joke about it on stage where I would get out and I'd like just move to Philly and I was like, I don't know what anybody's name is, but I'll hop outside my house and see someone and be like, Hey yeah, what's up, Aunt? How you doing? Uh and they'll know. It's they're usually named Anthony. Nine <laughs> times out of ten. They don't even care. Yeah. So before we get too far, guys, why why are we why are we having you all on again? Because they're fun. <laughs> they're like my favorite group. This is my favorite <laughs> night of the year. But there is a reason for it. Because they bring yeah. their own sublime license plate. And so we have them on once <laughs> a year. Who's yeah. going to explain it? I'm tired. We are here to promote a new Fringe show. Cool. Uh, it is the sequel to last year's Fringe show. And it is the fourth Fringe show we've all done together. Woo. Nice. So is it? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Last year's was easily one of the highlights of the year for me. Like that was oh, such. Oh man! I, I saw it at least twice too. Like I, I might have seen it three yeah. times. I do not remember if I saw it a third time, but I at least saw it twice because I saw one of the the late late ones. Oh nice! Oh That's my awesome. god! Thank yeah. you. Man, I, I I loved it. I'm so happy this is happening again. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, but right. it's called... It's called Friendship Movie Club. Well, it's called Incredible Dreams Presents Friendship Movie Club 2. <laughs> oh, yeah. Would the producer good. ask you to put yourselves for top billing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. Yeah, we put we put like three A's in front of it. Uh, we, <laughs> we used to do that. We used to be like one, two, three. We would do these funny things so we could get to like the top of like the... Talk about like robot yeah. wanting to have like the car with the license plate number one. We would yeah. do these crafty things like AAA, Incredible trees <laughs> in the beginning of the frame like, i work for a professor who does that but with dropbox files he'll be like I, I want this to go to the end of the line xxx like old student list thing it's all these like weird like pornographic looking titles for files so he could just send them to the bottom i used like, to do that with like, playlists around really? all these like weird uh yeah, oh my gosh I, I have one of those kind of like rss gatherer things and like the the one that's like here's where the stuff that I actually want to read every day is, and like that one just has like all these asterisks and exclamation points and like a a a one 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 because like I couldn't figure out why it wasn't alphabetizing it to the top, so I just put every possible thing in there and it finally did. I'm like, all right, I'm done touching it. It's staying. You got it. You got Get it. Back, everyone. Actually, wait a minute. Not to toot our own horn, but <laughs> I did. I do feel like we were doing comedy shows in the Fringe Festival in like 2015 or 2016. And at that point in time, it was really just a bunch of like really self-serious experimental theater and like Gunnar Montana, incredible dance routines. And then like just us kind of floating in that space, both loving it and- They didn't have like a comedy category. If they did, it was like, it was like four people. Yeah, there wasn't much, but there's a lot going on there now. It's very rich and meaty in there now. Yeah, yeah. Rich and meaty. sirloin burger. It's a 
got a lot of comedy things going on. I just got the fringe. It's a little, it's a day late in the Dallas. Oh my God, we just got it too. Yeah, yeah, over. And there's also a picture of us for a show that we're not even in. Which yeah. is totally oh, really? <laughs> what? You're, you're extra featured? <laughs> oh, no, we, yeah, we, we are. There's a picture of us for like the sketch showcase. That, for Crossroads. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess we were, we did a show with them. So I guess they didn't use the And like, it's a yeah. picture of us in rehearsal, yeah. which is even better. Oh, my oh nice. God. Yeah, I feel like that is a perfect fringe picture though. Like, That's you right. use your image uh, and like, use us, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Put us everywhere. So, uh, um, you know we made movies, right? Do we, should we get into that? We made movies? Yes. What was oh, you that? cut out a little bit there. Oh, I was just talking about the fact that we made movies last year. Oh, yes. yeah. Again this year. That we like made, what, well, House of Guns was the movie that we ended with, right? And that was sort of like the big spectacle film. And then so we had to make House of Guns too. Oh, cool. That, that was, I was, hoping that was my big question. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Did you well, use the same guns that you made last year? Or are these new, fresher, yeah. exciting there guns? There are some fresh guns. There are some insane. Oh, my gosh. Guns. I'm so excited for more more guns. The Wait, guns Andrew, are... tagline. Andrew has a tagline, like the House of Guns just got gunnier or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got a whole lot gunnier. Yeah. But yeah, we... Um, so for those of you who haven't seen the show, uh, House of Guns is like, okay, so we film all these ha- films in our house um, in Cinnamonton, or as we dub it, Cinnamonton in New Jersey. Yes. And so, yeah, our house has basically just like become a weird uh, uh, film studio. <laughs> and um, House of Guns was an action film that we shot really shittily on iPhones. And then our friend Kurt Reedy, who is in the sketch group high drama. He's also an amazing editor. He edited the shit out of it um, and put in like really bad, like lo-fi, uh, like gun, gra- like, like. Uh, a fantastic touch. Yes, yes. Yeah. Like really bad, like off-timed, like um, gun flares <laughs> and stuff and sound effects. And it was amazing. Um, so yeah, this year we decided to kind of like up the game and it's probably going to be pretty long. Because yeah. maybe there's a lot of guns and a lot of rooms uh, yes, in this yes. house. I, I, I've been like, we, we have all the footage. So I've been just going back because we just filmed tons and tons oh and tons God, of stuff. So I just went through and like looked at all the footage and like wrote like a script based on based on the improvised footage and shit like that. And so <laughs> last year was, I think it was like a 12 minute movie. Yeah. This year, the script is 25 pages. <laughs> Holy so, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's gonna be a long. It's gonna be long. Day. It's gonna be a long ride. Oh my it god! Is, I am so oh, excited. It's ride. It's certainly stupid. It is. It is. Yeah. It is literally my apocalypse now. It like is. it is. It, it, it's like it driven me to the edge of my fucking sanity. And uh, yeah. So wow, I wow. am so excited. That's Very incredible. Excited. But you going insane is so pleasing and like not scary or awful. It's great. Oh, okay. but, yeah. there, is, there is a part where we were filming it's stuff. That internalizes things. He doesn't just, explode just, on. People, he just crumbles. I just fucking hate that. <laughs> yes. idea. Um, but we filmed this scene where uh, I was like, uh, uh, I guess I shouldn't spoil it, but there's a there's a scene where uh, Rose has to um, cry near me, and um, uh, and it was like kind of like the second day of like a very, we like filmed very like oh until like God. five in the morning, 
And then Rose came back over at like noon and we filmed more. And I think Rose was at her wit's end. I'm not going to like, but, but she just started punching me in the seat. And we just kept redoing the seat over. Oh my God. <laughs> just like beating like, the shit out of Matt. And I was like, Rose is definitely getting all of her like, Please. I fucking <laughs> cannot stand this person. Why are you making me do this? Like, I was like, Rose. You know, Jackie goes, goes, after that was over, Jackie goes, Matt, are you all right? And that's <laughs> I was like, I thought Rose like bruised some ribs. I was filming it. I was just like, Jesus. <laughs> I thought it was funny. I thought oh, it was no, funny as fuck. It was some, Rose just gets into it. I don't think she hates you. I think she just, she gets super fucking hyper, if you will. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> to bring it. Yeah, so this. Uh... That was a segue. Yeah, we, we haven't even said that that's what we're doing on the show yet. Well, we decided that uh, for this show, because we love you guys so much, and we love how chaotic this, this when you guys come on the show, it gets, and this is just the vibe that we want, that uh, we made a wheel exclusively that says hyper. Yeah. Um, it's just at all, it's one, it's a circle. It's not even like a wheel. It's like, but let's spin it anyway. Uh, let's roll the music and see if we land on hyper. Alexa, play circus music. <laughs> What we are did land on hyper. What are the odds of that? This is a wow. pin. We, we landed on the Y in between the Y and the P of hyper. Shit. Uh, right, in the yeah, right in the taint of hyper. Uh, I was which just picturing is, every every notch said hyper, but I like it better that it's just written around the outside. It's like, no, come on, it's hyper. <laughs> I will so what say makes you- we have an, a lot of energy when we're together. Yes. We have a lot of energy and like we will go real, real hard. And we will be like half sleeping, holding the dog and then like get up and film like a crazy gun sequence. <laughs> and when I was pounding on that, I thought it was funny. And I it's did very it. funny. It was, but I, I just felt like there was a lot of, a lot of I feel like there was a lot of, a lot of stuff coming out. At least it wasn't. At least a lot of that stuff wasn't. She's not denying it. She just she just didn't think it was clear. I'm just opening up my mouth with shock and awe, like Home Alone style. I'm like Home Alone. How can you? How can you? Not. Of course not. Not going to spend it because then it would be like it really was happening. I was just loony. The ingredients. I was really loony. It was six o'clock in the morning. We've been doing this for two days straight. And really, I think the true hyper lunacy was that I was laughing and crying and laughing. You were, and it was very, very funny. I, I was having a good time, and I feel so. Sorry that this has been misconstrued. Oh, I am so excited to see this. <laughs> I, uh, I have something very similar where I think people thought that I was uh, a dick because I had to go record a web series in April or something around then up in the Poconos. <laughs> And my character that they had written was like a history guy that talks like NPR on his podcast. But then when he's talking to his housemates, he's a complete asshole. <laughs> so the first night there, I've, I think I've, I've told all these terrible insults to people that I've just met. And then I was tired from driving up. And also this is the first time I'm seeing people in person since the pandemic. So I'm like, I need a break from people. And I went to my room and I slept for the rest of the night. So people just thought that I was like, you just are that guy. Yeah. They thought I was like (laughs) really method. Damn, George. Yeah. I don't talk to those people anymore. Eventually when it does come out, the person that directed it had a baby like pretty quickly afterwards. So (laughs) 
he doesn't have time to like edit things together anymore. So oh I got a text from him once. He was like, I'm going to release the trailer on Wednesday. Like just be prepared. You're going to get a link. And then it never came. And he was like, yeah, uh, baby got, baby got sick. So we were kind of on like <laughs> only like wee hours of the morning time. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so, and then I haven't heard from him since. <laughs> how long is the show? How many episodes is it? Uh, I think it's about two or uh, I think three or four. I think he broke oh. it down to like three or four episodes, but they're like longer, like 10 minute chunks. Um, oh, but yeah, he basically rented a house in the Poconos. It's a quid. It's a quid. Oh, yeah. Bit of a quid. Um, but yeah, that'll be out soon. And eventually we'll have the person that wrote it and directed it on and we'll have, we'll be able to talk about it then. Until uh, then he remains nameless. Until then <laughs> it remains nameless. <laughs> oh, you got to bleep that out. I'm not Matt. keeping it. I edit this show. I meant what I said. I think you should just bleep un, unbleepable, unbleepable things out. Sorry. We, did, we did a thing recently where uh, I talked about one of my older friends who is a rapper and a hype man for a ska band. He's a oh, great yeah. guy. And I had him, I had Dan take an audio grab of me saying his rap name. So every time I accidentally said his real name, it would just be. So anyway, me and Enemy the Illist were hanging out outside of school. Uh, it made me so happy to listen back to that. I, it, it, it is so intentionally not the right cadence. It is perfect. Uh, can you, can you substitute his rap name for all of our names in this? Just Absolutely. Just the shit out of people. Wait, do does. Do a lot of bands have like ska hype men? Is that other than the, the Hempsteadies do? <laughs> I think it's a thing. Well, there's like yeah, yeah the Mighty Mighty Boston. Yeah, well, I know the yeah. Mighty Mighty Boston have that dude, one. which that yeah. is like, that is like the greatest career. That's oh, amazing. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you guys want a hype man, I will absolutely hype man incredible. Yeah, you would love to have an incredible dreams hype man. You're just skanking in the back. Yeah, Great. Just, just keep shouting incredible every now and then. I, me, and, me and Jackie, have, well, I, have, I, don't know, I don't know, I don't want to like pull you into it, but I've been trying to write a sketch about that guy. For oh, like yeah, ever. Yeah. And Jackie and I went out to a diner and like, and wrote, well, we sat and, we ate tried. and tried to write this sketch forever. But I have this like very stupid sketch idea about, it's like, it's, it's um, the hype man from the Mighty Mighty Boston's and his dad is um, trying to like, his dad like runs all the world's banks or is like in the Illuminati. And it's like a whole thing where it's like, it's like about like, come join the family business, but like, no, I'm the hype man for the money, my Boston's. And I like tried to make this sketch like a thousand different ways. And it just like never fucking works out. It's horrible. I love that. I would. Maybe I would. that's your apocalypse now, Matt. Maybe it's not. How yeah. it's no, that's his apocalypse now too. Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, a hype man's awful hyper. Does like what? Does there anything specific? I mean, I won't say ska makes me hyper, but we do mention it at least once an episode, uh, and it it brings me joy. But like, is there any specific things? Is it like working with each other because you've worked with each other for years and years and years? That like the creative juices bouncing off of each other creates the hype. Let's discuss yeah. the hype very specifically. There is um. So last year when we did this show, we did um two weekends of shows. I think it was like maybe seven shows a weekend was that it it was i think it was or five uh, shows a weekend five okay yeah and so each it was like uh, uh uh two shows on a friday and then like three shows on a saturday and the last show was like a midnight show um and so before the midnight show last year we did oh, um <laughs> jack and rose all took uh uh shot glasses and like lined them with adderall <laughs> Like like almost like, 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 like 
that. Yeah, like a, like a margarita. And then we filled it with old coffee. Yes. <laughs> we all took these <laughs> all <laughs> cold coffee shots it was great that was, that was definitely a uh, pretty hype yeah i can see that wow. <laughs> you know what i was gonna say i was gonna like make a joke and be like so we got all this and i was like coke uh just to be like funny and then i realized like no pretty pretty much <laughs> it's pretty much legal coke yeah i um I went to go see one of the new Marvel movies and all my uh, fiance's <laughs> friends and her all had like these mints that are THC mints oh, yes. that she gets from, from Boston. Uh, and I had like a half of one and that was too much. I'm too much of a fragile boy. I cannot, <laughs> it was, it was 2.5% no. THC. And I was like, Oh, that can't be that bad. Overdose. It was so bad. Yeah. <laughs> no. That's total overdose. The kung fu is real. All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, the dra- which the dragon was eating me. Yes. <laughs> I'm so excited though. Like when I'm with you guys and we're working on something. We, Matt and Jackie mentioned this. Um, like this, what a, a minute ago when I was at your house. Uh, that we usually spend a lot of time hanging out as just as people just talking about shit and like eating salads from Honey Grow and like ordering gourmet pizzas and just chatting. You eat a lot. I've gained probably we some back weight. We a lot, but we talk a lot. And then the things that we talk about somehow make their way into every show that we do. So yeah. like that's, and I think that that's a, like a fun thing where we're all getting really hype on the stuff that each other's saying. Yeah. Because it's not, it's not sitting down. I mean, there's an aspect of sitting down and writing it because you, you folks are like so uncomfortable, uh, comfortable with each other and uncomfortable with each other. I imagine um, <laughs> that like it becomes second nature. And then you're like, Oh yeah, that's like a funny callback. That's just for us. And yes. like the creative process of it and must be. Yeah. This is, isn't that like what real like devised theater is though? It's just the stuff that's in the environment. It's just, yeah. it's like brain goop and yeah. That's what Devise Theater is. We didn't even put pig iron, okay? We We're just born to do this shit. We're just pigs. <laughs> We're gross. Yeah. Oh, I wish what me and Dan had what y'all have. We hate each other, close. actually, secretly. We just, oh, we fucking just actually in each yeah, other. Yeah, we um, despise each other. He told me that I had to like five minutes, like, oh, the room's open. And I just wrote back, fuck you. Because uh, oh, I despise this animosity man. here. And I haven't even seen it because I don't check messages when George texts me. Yep. He just texts me and he expects me to be here. And uh, I just wish I had some sort of creative relationship with my you know co-host. What? I heard a really good outlet for that kind of rage is beating the shit out of Matt. Yeah. yeah. Oh, are you guys free anytime soon? I can. <laughs> I don't know, Matt. I'll be after guys, October 3rd. Over. Yeah. Quick therapy. Yeah. We can all take turns. I oh hate myself so much that. Yeah. Matt, <laughs> welcome. I, I like to think that you're just that generous. <laughs> oh, it would just make me feel good, like I'm serving a purpose. So, uh, yeah. John. <laughs> I do this same bit like with my fiance, where like I'm just purposely uh, like macabre around her. She's like, "Stop it! It's not funny." I was like, "No, it's really funny to watch you get mad at my depression. Like, I think it's very funny." <laughs> oh my god! This is this is helping me. This is therapy. I, I I was telling Jackie, I feel like today is like the first day, just because like we finished, we finished filming House of Guns. Like I said, like, like it Sunday, is like, right? yeah. like last year it was like, all right, we'll like goof around. It'll be like, um, 
it'll be you know it'll just be like whatever it is and we'll just have a lot of fun filming yeah. it. and this year it was like it was like like i said like we gotta top like it 25 oh fucking God. minutes worth oh of like, crazy shit and so like today was like the first day where i'm like oh i can actually relax yeah. <laughs> like yeah. we're, we're even filming something tomorrow we have like a week and a day yeah until yeah. we gotta do it so we just been yeah. grinding but yeah. I'm sorry, Matt. But we're good at that. It's like a really fun group project for life school. Yeah. yeah. That is new any second. And we're like, <laughs> <laughs> but what well, like what Rose says is like you're good at that. And I feel like that's that's how career funny people work. Is that like you can't plan this stuff out and like go out and do exactly how it's planned like there's room for improv there's room for fun yeah. there's room for jokes that are only for you uh yeah. that can come at a moment's notice and that's what makes like a great group of people work together uh because if it's all scripted out and then you're just like oh no this is exact i has to be exactly this where is like the room for growth and and whatnot and you guys have that because you've worked together for so long i think it's great nice. just i just think that y'all need to be together forever uh, this way you don't have to leave the house all the time. Rose can just live in the basement. Oh, yeah, we would love that. Um, You're like a real world style. Combine the four of you. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love it. It's been so nice seeing like, cause like our dog is like very, um, uh, socially anxious. Also, let's put it that way. And so like, That's really kind when Rose that. first started coming by to, to work on the show, the, the dog would like lose his mind oh and, God. you know, and, uh, we just constantly need to be like held by one of us to be calm. And now like, like whenever Rose comes over, he's just like, Oh, it's Aunt Rose. And I mean, he'll bark at first, but then he'll a little bit. Yeah. Be fine. Yeah. I mean, Iggy and still does that with the people we live with. Like Casey's yeah. brother and sister will come in from work and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? Huh? Huh? <laughs> And then he realizes and he's fine. Like we had to, Casey was at a festival this weekend and I was working late. So I had my friend Damon come and walk the dog for us. And he's, it's weird with Iggy where like, he's really mouthy. Where like, instead of like taking his paw and moving your hand over to pet him, we'll just like bite your hand and like drag him over to where he needs to. Um, and, uh, I was like worried about that. Cause anytime Damon comes over, he's always like gnawing on his hands, not in like a violent way. Just like, come on, play with me. You're new. Uh, and apparently he was fine. Like he walked in, didn't bark. He was just like, oh, it's this guy. And so like, yes, he's used to my best friend. Definitely. We've won. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a milestone when it comes to pets not doing that. I wouldn't know going to dance place because every time I've been there, uh, his cat fucks me up. Yeah, um, oh. yeah she's violent. aggressive. She's not, she's not like an attack cat. She's much more of a very afraid of everything cat. So yeah. anything that's not Meg or me coming near her, she just absolutely hates it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it took probably six months of living with the cat for the cat to let me pick him up, pick her oh up. God. Yeah. Oh, you gotta be a lover with a slow hand with a, with a pet like that. You have yeah. to be very, yeah. I put a lot of work into that one. Yes. Yeah. You have to. And actually, I will say this I think that Andrew really does try with Artie. Oh yeah. Andrew really is so sweet and kind and, and really loves Artie. Not saying that I don't, but he's like a real <laughs> He's like he's like a dog whisperer. He'll like get on the ground. Yes. Like, it's okay, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just like go into the room and like come back and Andrew and Artie will be on the couch and Andrew will just be like playing music for him on his phone. Yeah. And like, the two of them are just like watching YouTube together. Like, <laughs> that's pretty adorable. Nice. Wow. Sometimes Andrew will just send pictures of like him with Artie or pictures that he does with Artie. <laughs> yes. It's so dear. It's really sweet. Yeah. There's a picture of Andrew in one of his House of Guns 2 costumes, like holding Artie, and it looks like 
Artie has this like kind of like tough face and then he's like in this like kind of mass thing and it's like they just look like they're like like in the apocalypse just like there for each other it's yeah. really, really it's a oh my God. beautiful chapter in the fallout uh, fallout series <laughs> it is it really is i really like making these shows i really really yeah. like doing this if i wasn't making this with you i think i might fall into a depression i really and also last year in the choir this was my choir bubble and like, yeah. it's so fun to come to the suburbs and just like raise cane at the shop right, just like pissing all over the suburbs. I loved it. This is what <laughs> this is one of this is one of my favorite projects. Also, guys, we have been doing this for a really long time. What a, yeah. what a and I'm glad that what started off is just like a hey, we like you and you like me and blah blah blah. Let's let's jam to like oh, this is like a thing I look forward to, and and also like I don't know I. I'm not going to talk about it a lot, even though this is like stereotypical. I'm in grad school. Um, oh, but, wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it's just funny. I was like, I was just like thinking, just like talking out loud with somebody today. And they're like, wait, you do what? And I was like, oh yeah, that's right. I do this like insane thing that not a lot of people do. Yeah. I wish I had that. I just go home and watch YouTube. I'm like, oh fuck. And I'm like, I'm on YouTube. I mean, everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, it's very special. I am YouTube. <laughs> I do enjoy that more and more, like the further I get into this, because like I meet more and more people whose life is like, yeah, I watched a TV show. And it's like, oh, okay, I guess that's, that can be fun, but like, yeah. I, I went out and experienced a whole bunch of different shit this week. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I have yes. to say I don't watch TV because I watch a lot of TV. <laughs> yeah. I only yeah. watch the commercials. <laughs> <laughs> On That's YouTube, sick. Just, yeah. You're yeah. a real American. Yeah. You're going through like your your TV box set of just commercials. <laughs> like, you're the year 2000 the time life compilation yes, countdown yes. commercial there was a trend on tiktok for a couple days uh where they use the audio of do you guys remember like the lifetime shirley temple dvd set oh my god um possibly I, well, i'm not gonna rule it out it starts off with her saying like animal crackers in, in my, my soup. soup. Yeah. Doop dee doop. Yeah. Doop 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 doop. So they turn that into like a trap song uh, and use it as like a sound in the background of a TikTok for oh a couple god. months. Uh, and it triggered a thing where I was like, oh my God. And now I'm on this weird corner of TikTok where it's just weird nostalgia remixes <laughs> where like, I, I get stuff for the uh, Betty Crocker like uh, cake pan, yeah. where like you make the baseball shaped cake. Oh shit! Yeah. By that you mean a circle, right? No, no, no. It's it's it a pan. Betty Crocker. It was like a little tiny. Basically, it was a little tiny oven for a little tiny child who yes. made a little tiny baseball cake. Yes. Like that's what you would do. No light bulb, right? Like wasn't yeah, you ate it by a light bulb, and then they had another one. Where it was a cake pan that was that was like domed, and then you would attach another cake pan in it. So when it rised, it would create a cavity oh. in the base of the cake, oh. and you'd load it up with stuff, and you'd put the other cake on top of it. So it'd be a big dome cake with like pudding or ice cream in it, and it was like the Betty Crocker two-in-one cake pan thing. Can you still buy that? I hope so. 
Let me I look it up. I think you can find it on like eBay or something. Yeah. That's all right. You had like the next iteration of that of that little cake machine. Yeah, all like the weird yeah. toys where you made food. That was like my white, white like no, like I feel like I would always ask for them and no one would buy them for me. I don't know. <laughs> I got some I of the gooey ones. Very gendered, it was very gendered, yeah. Yes. But like, but like I, I love the idea of just like oh, I, you mean I could just make a fucking brownie whenever I want? That's awesome. Yeah. Like with a light bulb. I think it's less a gender thing than more just like you would buy this thing and then you need to buy like oh yeah, yeah oh yeah like yeah. I think it was more just a. a it's not they did try to make a boy's easy bake oven. But it really? was a creepy crawler easy bake yeah, so you couldn't eat it. But you could like, yeah. but you could like melt gels in it and then put it in there and it would solidify and you get like a centipede that's wiggly. Yeah, and they were like, yeah, boys like gross sure. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like right. chocolate. Make it gross chocolate. Who cares? Just like yeah. I can only eat gummy shit. No, um, that's not a dude thing. Yeah. I always wanted the dude stuff. I thought the creepy crawlies thing was really cool. What was the little guy? The dude version of Polly Pocket. Mighty Max. Mighty Max. That was a thing. Oh God, I didn't even know that was a thing. I, I had in my house probably an equal number of Polly Pocket and Mighty Max, and they just all ended up like in each other's little like cases. Yeah. And it was just like, all right, so none of this matters. Like it was a fun little moment. <laughs> I loved I loved that that whole like miniature little like oh, playset ah, thing. Like, I, I Marvel ones too. Like I had a bunch of X Men and Spider Man one. Like there was yeah, like, I, I still have a weird obsession with miniatures, and I I wonder now if it comes from that. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. And did you uh, just lose the Polly Pocket or the Mighty Max within like two seconds of getting it right? Like I I was very good. Really? I, I was. I, good yeah, I, I was careless back then. I always yeah. made sure that it was closed and locked and put away safely. Oh I yeah. I'm I'm, I'm still kind of that way. If, if like because I, I I still have some toys as an adult and like like I have like a Charlie Brown that has a fishing rod and every now and then oh. it'll just fall over. And the fishing rod will go somewhere. And like I had that like moment of like, how did I let this toy down? I'm like, that's not, that's not right. I have, like, that's, that's, that's not, I, Jackie always laughs at me because she thinks that like, I have like Pixar brain. Oh where, like, yeah, where, like, I do say yes. every, everything I see has like, like a soul, a soul to it. Like, so it's like, like so if, I, if I have to like throw something out, I'm like, I'm like, but won't it feel bad that I'm throwing it? Like, <laughs> yeah. like won't that thing feel terrible that I'm like abandoning it? Like it's Fair. totally like, uh, yeah, total it, There's definitely like a separation anxiety too of like, Whatever happens to it next, I won't be part of its life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. some other like male hoarding thing that you guys are talking mm-hmm. about now. I also think that like with toys, with toys and stuff like that, like when I was younger, I always I would always break shit, mm. and then my parents would be like, they would yell at you, they would yell at me and yes. call me reckless. So I'm like, so like I don't like it makes me feel like shame when I break things. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, so I always like want to like preserve the things I have. Yeah, I was always yelled at for being. Uh, messy and now i'm like really not messy thanks parents you know i broke something at your house the other day and you did not shame me at all you were really really well he was afraid he was gonna beat the shit out of you (laughs) yeah no i'm also the thing you broke was already broken so oh yeah that thing was broken and also i don't somebody broke a friend of mine broke my laptop and i was like what are you gonna do it's a fucking laptop <laughs> oh, oh man, you guys are very. I could have been mad, but I'm like, it's kind of stupid. And also, the laptop yeah. was old. But uh, I had my laptop was also stolen one time, and I was like, nah, wait, it's a fucking laptop. I, yeah. I, I have, I have weird thing things. Yeah. Where, yeah, it's like the big things mean far less to me than the little yes. things. Like yes. my friend caught some guy fishing around my car. 
for like change or something when I was living in South Philly. And he's like, George, I thought it was you in your car, man, but you're here. It's someone in your car right now. He's like, okay. Okay. Don't care. He's not going to steal it. Yeah. I'm not going to confront shit. that guy. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm not going to confront the guy. He just wants whatever pocket change is in my car. Right. Yeah. Uh, and and that's fine. He can go through my car, whatever. It's not worth getting risk. But then I'll like, I'll have like that same sort of thing where like small things, like I have this, I got it at McDonald's because I blacked out and got a happy meal. And it's a little Tasmanian devil thing that you throw a ball in and then it class where you spin around. It's like a little game. And oh if I God. lost this or like Casey came in and threw it away, I'd be pissed. Yes. It's like, I need this to fiddle with. <laughs> Yeah, this is important to me. I mean, I, I had my car broken into uh, about a year and a half ago. And like, I was more upset that my my friend, I was in his wedding and he gave me this tie clip that was just like music notes. And I, I was more upset that that was in the bag that was just kind of snatched. And like, the, it cost me like a thousand some dollars, whatever, to get it all fixed. And like, that didn't upset me as much as just like missing this little thing that I had just gotten too. So like I hadn't had any like other experiences with it that I was hoping to have, but then luckily it actually, I found it. I found it. It had, it had fallen out of the bag and got like booted under the seat. And like, thankfully I found it when I was selling that car. That was a really nice moment. But like for a while I was like, Oh man, like seriously, like it's really sad. People don't give me nice things a lot. No, you're, Oh my God. Oh, fuck you, Matt. Okay. Yeah. This, this is really bad. So we were filming, um, our friend, Jason Taylor, um, who actually worked on, uh, a movie in this. I don't even know if I'm allowed to say the name of it. The movie name What's happening. Uh, I just want to shade a little, oh, never mind. What? This? No, the dog just had his head up on the Oh, good. Sorry. Our dog is here and he's precious. He does precious things all the time. It's very distracting. Um, yes. Jason Taylor, Jason Taylor rules. Thank you. So we were filming at uh, secretly filming at a theater in Philadelphia. Mm. It rhymes with Schmitz. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> but we, yeah, we were filming there, uh, maybe with kind of loose permission. And, um, we had to film like three different scenes that day. So we had to film at Philadelphia then we had to go to upper Darby, film at his parents' house. And then we'd go to our house in South Philly and film stuff, but it was supposed to be Christmas when we filmed at our house, there's a lot of costume changes, whatever. I lost my fucking engagement ring. Wow. Yeah. And I didn't realize for a little bit, for like a day, I was like, it'll turn up. <laughs> and then I was like, oh no. And then I was like, oh my God. And I, and then I was just like, Matt, I, I think I lost the ring. Oh. Okay. And I was like, Whoa. so then, yeah, I was, I was just like, my butt was just sucked into my mouth. And, um, Anyway, I ended up at the Ritz Theater like at like nine o'clock one night, just sobbing and like looking on the ground. And people were like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "I lost my engagement ring." Like, 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 can you? Uh, they're just like, no. "Sorry, lady." <laughs> it, was really, it was also it was like because uh, 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 our friend knew someone who worked there who like yes. let us into the theater before it opened. They were like like a manager, and they were like come film this thing before the theater opens but like the owner of the theater didn't or like their uh supervisor didn't know about it or whatever yeah and uh so so jackie called and was like did anyone turn in an engagement ring and they're like, oh. we were because because we were like filming in this in this yes theater, and i thought like, i dropped it because i i had yeah. like a jumpsuit on and i thought i i had to take it off because my character wasn't married so i like put it <laughs> in my pocket but it was a deep pocket 
And I was like, oh no. But like the the, the I guess the, the 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 person who ran the store was like, we weren't aware that anyone was filming a movie in our movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, know, like, I like, lost my rank and I got, got somebody's fucking fired. Yeah. And they were like, what movie do you see? I was like, oh, um, I don't remember. And then they were like, uh, what do you mean? And I was just like, we were filming a movie here. <laughs> oh, I lost my ring. I'm just like such a fucking dude. Anyway, like months later, Matt was in the basement. We were moving out of the house. We were moving out of the house, yes. And uh, he was like, look what I just found on the ground. It was literally, I was getting a fake Christmas tree out of our basement and it must have just like slipped off my finger. <laughs> I do not take it off unless I really have to when we're filming something. I'm very... Casey bought a... Uh like a like a uh, duplicate one so she can wear around where it's it's a little easier for but she still won't take it off to like where she'll go into the water at the beach and i just have to hold it and stare at it oh yeah good. because i'm just like you could have just brought the fake one to the beach so you can lose it at the beach i don't I'm mind like, if you lose the 15 dollar ring at the beach <laughs> oh my God, yeah no i should do that i know they sell like fake silicone ones now where it's like i'm married but i'm yeah. him you know it's like <laughs> oh, and people notice it too like yeah not even next to it or anything like she showed me that them side by side and then but and it's like they're terrible looking they don't look like actual kitchen <laughs> rings they look like something you get out of a coin machine yeah yeah but, um uh, break <laughs> Should we do break? Do yeah, a let's break? take a quick break. I'm going to do a quick, and when we get back, I have some exciting news for you, Dan. Okay. If Elvis and Buddy Holly are the Cain and Abel of rock and roll, Bruce Springsteen and Zachariah, Iggy Pop is Methuselah, of course, Neil Young is the wise prophet Ezekiel, what does that make get in the garage? Well, I think that makes Get in the Garage the one-stop shop for all know-how, history, countdowns, disagreements, agreements, and pretty much everything that you want you, you want to hear about music. Get in the Garage. Get in the Garage. A music program from the Wasted Robot Network. I was just learning to love. Hey, everybody. Danny here with Plugs for the Week. Hope you're enjoying the episode so far with Incredible Dreams. You can check out their show this weekend. It'll be the first, second, and third of October. There's a bunch of different shows and a bunch of different times to choose from. And if last year is any indication, this is not a show you want to miss. Go find tickets. Go get tickets. It is at the Fringe Festival. It is Incredible Dreams Presents Friendship Movie Club 2. Get those tickets. And you can check out them all individually at their own stuff. They will be linked in the show notes. George and I are at Feel Feelings Pod on everything, every platform. As far as Wasted Robot stuff, you can get tickets for Meg Getz's album recording that will be on October 16th at the Grape Room. Definitely another show you do not want to miss. That night is going to be so much fun. I'm hosting the album recording. It's going to be amazing. Be there and back to the show. And we're back. Does, do we need a break? Do we actually does anyone need anything? So, as of right now, on eBay, you can get 
the Betty Crocker bacon fill four piece oh, bake set, cake man. pans, tall base, and dome pants. Oh my god. $15. $15. Oh no shit. Shirts. Okay. Yeah. Send send that link over. Can we order you. and then just have a little party together where we make shit? Absolutely. Yeah. We just make cakes. Oh, Hell yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I want to put everything in this cake. I want to put my engagement ring in there. <laughs> I want to beat Matt over the head with it. Just, I want to do everything. Some Snickers in there. What my... is that thing that we have in the basement? It's like this. Oh, a toasty. A toasty. You guys know what toasties are? No, uh, is, is that like the Floby, but it burns your hair? No, it's like it's like this thing. Um, it's like a little tray, and you put bread in it. And then you think of a um like a panini press or like a sandwich, yeah, but it's but it's not an electronic. It's like it's like a little like a press, almost like a waffle iron, but not electric, like an yeah. actual. Oh uh, wait, no, I do know this. I yeah, do know what this is. Campfire. Yeah, because there's a dude on TikTok. I'm sorry, I keep on bringing up TikTok. They do not sponsor right. us, and they are sparring on us. But there's a guy. He lives in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, and he talks really softly, and he lives out in like a cabin with his dog. And he lives like the sweetest life and he makes like little cooking shows. And one of them is he uses um, one of those to make like uh, like a ham and cheese sandwich yes. that's all like melted. He puts it in there and puts it in the fire. And he always starts things with like this thick, almost Canadian accent, but it's just yeah. like a Uber accent. And he's like, hello, buddy. Here we're going <laughs> to learn about how to make a peach cobbler. Oh, he's like Joe Terra. Yeah. <laughs> We had the toasties, the little toasties device out at our yard sale. We didn't and know actually, what it was. The, the, the person who gave me this. The sublime. The sublime, uh, uh, the sublime license plate. plate. She was like, she was like, you don't want to sell this. This is a toasty maker. This is a high quality, <laughs> high quality toasty maker. So we've just like. Yeah, she taught us about the way of the toasty. Yeah, and, so we just and, had this toasty maker. Yeah. We want to have a. We a inherited it party. kind of like with this house. We moved yeah. in. It's just yeah. There you go. I feel like you just sort of take over things, huh? A toasty maker, this house that you live in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're colonizers of things. Like, well, you can colonize Cinnamonson. It's a fairly white neighborhood. Like we're trying to make it weird, but it does not want to be weird. It wants uh, to be very shame. normal. I'm trying to convince my parents to move up from Florida to the, the neighborhood, like the the house down the road, because you can get it pretty cheap. It's a two-family home. Uh, and you get it pretty cheap because there was a murder suicide that happened inside of it. Oh, <laughs> so shit. it's like a lot under asking value. And a part of me is like, just we'll where, buy a where, where, is it? where is it? Where is it? Where is it? It's in Carlstadt, New Jersey. <laughs> oh, damn, I would buy that fucking house. On the, I would uh, live in a house like that. I totally yeah. would. It's, it's honestly like a big, creepy looking house, too. It's like a two story, old timey looking house that's next to a cemetery. Uh, uh, next to God. a uh, a, a big cobblestone road that they uh, rumor is is that that's where like the KKK used to meet in the fifties. Oh, like they would go meet at this road. God. It's wow. a creepy corner of the world. And what yeah, during during Easter, this guy had a fight with his girlfriend, killed his girlfriend, and then there was a police standoff all through Easter. Uh, and then he shot himself at the end because he sent the cops to get him uh, McDonald's. And while they were away, he killed himself. How long, how long did it take? What? Three days. Three days. Easter. Three days. Uh, it did take years, but he did not come back afterwards. Um, I was going to say yeah. the same thing, Dan. <laughs> but I think it's like really under asking. And I'm like, I mean, it's probably a good deal. <laughs> In the family home, only one of them did that. <laughs> yeah. And then that other one, yeah. Wasn't he walking in a murder house? Was it Gary Hine? Was yeah, that guy's name? Yeah. Gary Heinick? Yes. Yeah. His house is was living in Gary Hadnick's house? Yeah, I, I don't know who that is. I think, I think, Paul Triani was looking into buying I think it. the neighbors were like, 
do not we will like fuck you up if you buy this like i think they were like pissed that he yeah. was like looking that's at the it. kind of place where you demolish the house i'm gonna tell yeah, you who very high he is he was a man who was um getting people off of the street and then he murdered them cooked them and ate them yes wait is he the guy that would take young men up in a hotel room in philly uh, he took him to his house. He had a house. Oh, there was yeah. another guy that was killing people in Philly, and then there was the other guy in the seventies who like had a schizophrenic break and had like uh, this guy named Charlie that had no like it was a face that would follow him around, but he had no mouth, but he would just speak telepathically to him. Wait, and he took him- Charlie too. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. right, I gotta. I gotta go. Here's my ring. Thank you. Uh, I'll make sure to lose this. Um, to lose this. Yeah. No, I forget his name, but he was a crazy like prolific serial killer around Philly. Where like at, like as I was listening to this episode about him, uh, like they were just name dropping places that like oh I've I've been there oh like that's where he picked up victim too okay yeah that's like where Fergie's is now. Um, <laughs> the one you were talking about that was in like a hotel was that there was there was something about like a, a someone who was like killing people in a hotel I think like overlooking Rittenhouse right Square is that mm-hmm. yeah okay I'm thinking that I think I think that's the one what was this guy's name. Philly serial killer Dan. What makes you hyper while I look this up? Because I'm <laughs> oh, okay. Because be because it's not not serial killer talk. I'm it's usually not serial very killing? not murder houses that you can get on the <laughs> <Yeah>. cheap. <laughs> Gary Heidnick House. You can actually look up Gary Heidnick House. It's in Philadelphia. It's in Philadelphia, PA. Oh, huh. list of Philadelphia it's on, serial it's killers. Thirty-five twenty North Marshall Street Gary in Heidnick. North Philly. Okay. And I, I wonder if they demolished this thing. Maybe they, obviously they didn't, like if your friend is trying to buy it or, but it was really, he had like a cauldron. He had like a prostitute chained to the, to the, ba- in the basement. But I think he was also doing stuff where he would like pose the dead bodies in these very artful ways and take pictures of them. But then also mm. like eat them, them. So a lot was wow. happening. A lot was happening. Uh, the That's guy wild. that I was thinking of, his name is Joseph Callinger. He, uh, was active around the 70s and i think early 80s wow um he's paranoid schizophrenic i remember uh, when would, i talked about and would attack people like anywhere from philadelphia he would go to baltimore and then he would go over to like south jersey so he's like kill people in like cherry hill Shit. Whoa. yeah the whole thing wow so what, what were you gonna say about hyperness oh what makes me feel hyper yeah, yeah, yeah. um you know, I had a very, very weird one shortly before we started here where I watched Ex Machina for the first time. And then my friend, uh, John, who George, we recorded with yesterday. Oh, he's lovely. On my, made, my that man new... made me listen to the same song 40 times. And I still was like, this guy is lovely. I don't hate him half as much as I thought I was going to. Yeah. The, the, the premise of this show that I'm working on that will come out at some point in the future is we pick a band or a song that's been covered like, a thousand times and we pick our favorites of the songs that were covered. Okay, so we, we did an episode we recorded yesterday about angel of the morning. So we've all heard angel of the morning, like 50 times each at this point. It's gnarly, but it's this is just a thing like John, John will just do Not this the for 40th fun. time. He sent me a, well, a playlist that he made of just like a couple dozen versions of covers of damn it. And oh, nice. there was an eight bit cover of Damn It that, like, I, going from that weird kind of low, like, low mood headspace of having just watched Ex Machina and then following it with eight bit Damn It, like, I was like, it was like the slingshot was let go. Like, I was just like, ah, this is so cool. I love it. 
If you ever want a fun version of dump weed, Four Year Strong does a great version of dump weed with really? uh, like instead of like the being the fun guitar lead, it's all synthesizer. It's great. Um, I used to do. I, I used to do an electronic. Is that a Blink One Eighty Two? Yeah, it's an old Blink One Eighty Two song. I think it's from like the first album or something. I used to do an electronic version of uh, "Damn It" too. Yeah. Did you I, really? Yeah, yeah. Was it this one? Uh, I did it live one time, one time, one time only, and it was like I played a show at, at a bar, and there was a bar fight during our set. Like, is this in Philly? National Mechanics. And like, <laughs> there was this insane bar fight that happened, and then it was like, okay, well, I'm gonna play the last song and it was it was damn it and we started playing it and there was like this like guy who i knew but he was like very very drunk and his band was set up behind me and sometimes like people would like come up and like just play other instruments while we were playing and he just like got on the drums and started playing but he was playing like so off that it was just like it was just like noise in the background and i was like trying to play <laughs> the song and i was like oh my god and like i literally halfway through the cover i just poured an entire beer over my head and just was like oh the song is like fucking cursed to me oh, yeah. no. that's awesome it's such a good song, <laughs> well There's... i followed i followed that with a uh 8-bit version of fake plastic trees and you know i Brought me right back down. It was still. Oh, oh yeah. Well, I mean, it's faithful then to the. Yeah, to it was. It, somehow, eight bit music moves me more than the songs themselves. That they're, <laughs> that I don't know what it is about it, but like I have. I recently big swings with eight bit music. Discovered a song. It was on my Discover Weekly last week, um, and I sent it to Casey because I was trying to prove to her that I can cultivate a vibe in the car because she only listens to vibe music. She's a big Phoebe Bridgers fan, and then whatever Phoebe Bridgers touches. So it's just a lot of like mellow, sad yeah, girl, girl music. Set. It's great, it's just like but it's all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and then she'll compromise where I'm like, oh, can we please just not listen to vibes? I just I can't take <laughs> fucking vibes today. And her and I, and then I had to add a caveat and be like, it can't be the Menzingers either because you just turn on the Menzingers when I ask that, and it's like that <laughs> album's great too, but I don't want to listen to that either. <laughs> so it's cultivating a vibe. I was doing a lot of cute songs that like we are, are known from our relationship and stuff. So I was trying to be cutesy. At the very end, I played two songs. One, uh, I made her try to guess who was singing, uh, and it's a song called "I Got Stoned and I Missed It" by Shel Silverstein, what? who was a musician. No, it's it's written by Shel Silverstein. It's not sung by Shel Silverstein. Uh, oh, I thought it was sung no. by him because this is like it's him on the cover of the album. Yeah, dude, oh, he, I he, he made a bunch of music. Yeah. some yeah. stuff though. Back in he made like a country <laughs> album, a what? jazz album. So he has his own version of that song because there's a like a hit by the uh, the guys who did the cover of the Rolling Stone song. Oh, who, like, they had a hit with that, and then they also had a hit with "I Got Stoned and I Missed It." Oh my god! Yeah, no, this I think they they like he sold them a song because this is like targeted term. It says Shel Silverstein singing this song at the bottom. Yes, of it. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome! Because he yeah. also wrote uh, "Boy Named Sue." Boy Named Sue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. I forgot about that. So I think I think his um, album, like the the country album is like I think it's just called like a boy named Sue and other oh my other god hits or whatever. But didn't he also make some really dirty pervy stuff too? Which it was is all like very, very dirty. Funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Really yeah, yeah. Up. But yeah, yeah, yeah he's like he has like a jazz album called Harry Jazz. And it's like he's fucking <laughs> like, it's, it's fucking insane. It's so good because he like can't really sing, so he just like yells, and it's like it's the fucking best. I That's love great. it. Yeah. The, the the band I was thinking of is Doctor Doctor Hook and the Medicine Show. Uh, okay. I kind of like that name. Oh, it's uh, awesome. Yeah. Dan, I just sent you a thing. 
I was wondering if maybe you could uh, play it, if it's at all possible. Or is that uh, where, take where did you send it? Is it uh, just I just texted it to you. No, this was the other song that played after Shell Silverstein, uh, and I like I purposely did it to kind of troll Casey, um, and uh, it turns out she was like, I need to send this to all my friends. <laughs> The band is called um, uh, Dash Rip Rock. Uh, let's see what I would, I would love that if it was is. like Rip Rock was one word. If, like that was just pretending to be some guy's name. Like, hey, I'm Dash Rip Rock. <laughs> the legendary New Orleans trio known for high octane roots rock. Dash Rip Rock combines fluency and American roots music with a robust, robust dose of punk rock spirit. Uh, but yeah, this song came up randomly and uh, the middle part of this song is fantastic because it is, they stop the song and they go, everybody's so low and it's just a concophony <laughs> of noise. <laughs> oh my god. That's, yeah, that's for sure a joke that would happen and Meg would go, that's that's a you joke. <laughs> yeah, that's for you. <laughs> that's so a Dan yeah. joke. Oh man, I love that so much. Yeah, I hope that gave you a little bit of hyperness because that's it, 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 it brought me to life. Yeah. yeah. George, did we say what your hyper thing is? No. And we don't have to, I guess. That's true. We can end it now. Bye. <laughs> no, whatever. Bye. <laughs> no, I will say uh, that uh like I, so I've been starting to do this thing where I watched uh I, I watched that show Doom Patrol because my dad's in it. Um and Wait, uh, my dad is Brendan Fraser. Um, uh, yeah. And uh, so he's he plays a robot man. His name is Robot Man in the show. And there's this there's I just listened watched two episodes in a row like before we hopped on the call. And they like there is a level of hyperness, but like how good it was, like just how good these episodes were. Uh, the first one, it's so hard to explain. But I texted my friend. I was like, you need to just watch this episode because it is so uplifting from a show that like the episode before was uh, like them trying to have group therapy. So it's all these random anti-heroes trying to live with each other in a house. But this episode, they discover a street that is genderqueer and it's called Danny the it, Street. It, oh my God. That's, that is one of the best things I've ever seen on television. It is so that is the best episode I've ever cool. seen. And it's uh, there being Danny the Street is being ta- attacked and 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 uh, trying to be captured by like the Department of Abnormality, where they're just like we want things to be normal. Oh my! Uh, and God. so they're tracking down, and it's this street that people live on that are like from the outskirts of society. So there's like a man with no legs and a couple of albino folks, and it's the main heart of this street danny the street uh is a perpetual burlesque club 
where people do drag shows all the time. And oh one of the officers that they send into town realizes that he is a trans woman. Uh, so she, when she what? goes into the burlesque show, she becomes the MC of the burlesque show. Uh, and it's just an episode about freeing yourself and being true to who you are. And I'm just on the couch texting my friend like, dude, this this episode is fantastic. <laughs> you need oh. to go watch this immediately. Yeah, that that is uh, one of those things because I I knew about that character because I have friends who are like massive fans of like the, the comic book series and like leading okay. up to the show they were like, how are they going to do this? And yeah. to have such an abstract concept just come across so simply and like understandably, and then also um, add all those elements to it. That, that is really one of the coolest yeah. things I've seen on TV. It's it's such a brilliant episode. Like one of the main characters of Noom Patrol, who's played by that guy Matt Bomber. Um, the character that he plays is uh, a gay man who's never admitted to it, but he, like no one ages in this show, which is weird to follow. So like they all come from different eras of time. And Matt Bomber's character is from I think the fifties or sixties. Uh, and he's an Air Force thing, but he's like he has his wife and he's supposed to go up into space, be like the first guy to like orbit the sun, like orbit the planet and stuff. Uh, but he's also got his gay lover and just refuses to admit it. And he wrestles with his sexual identity. Um, and he's like, I don't sing at the burlesque show. And he walks out on a huff. And then as the episode progresses, like there's this whole montage of him singing a Kelly Clarkson song about being <laughs> true to yourself. And everyone said in like the bandages that he has on usually for a superhero persona comes off and it's just him, the actor singing and he's just like i can touch because i feel who i am now and it's great and then it turns out it's just a flashback and he leaves the burlesque club again <laughs> yeah oh but at the end at the end of the episode he does wind up doing it and like there's a fun scene where like the street leaves to go hide yeah. again because the street hides and he's just yelling in the yard of the house he goes what was i that bad <laughs> and he just Aww. goes back i i got up and i walked the dog for like a mile i was like this is the best i love this so much I have not been hooked on the show until this moment. I was like, I'll watch it here and there. And when I hang up, because I don't have work until two tomorrow, I'm watching like all of the first season. <laughs> I might just watch the Danny the Street episode because the Danny the Street episode, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, that, it really is an incredible thing. Is uh, is the guy from Mad Men, Pete, to put, yeah, plays Pete Campbell. I think he's, is he, is he, is he on that show? He's supposed to be like Scarecrow. Is that a character on the show yet? Or Not yet, yet but he could come in because I'm only know. on the first season. Right now they have like, it's, it's this crew where it's Brendan Fraser as Robot Man, Matt Bomber as uh, Captain Trainer, who's a Air Force pilot that's severely burned, but also has some sort of, weird energy ghost inside him that pops out and because a bunch of people comes back in so he's like living this dual personality thing it's crazy jane and then there's this um basically is a human blob it's basically like the movie the blob but she's an old hollywood actress from the 40s named <laughs> rita Farr, who like if she doesn't keep control of for herself or her emotions she just becomes this giant blob that like God. takes over the town um <laughs> And then oh. they just like, we need something to carry in from characters that people know. So they just brought in some guy to play Cyborg from the DC yeah. world. And yeah. he's like, yeah, it's a kid. He's Cyborg. Just go with it. Don't worry about it. And what's his name? James Bond is in it too. Daniel Craig. Oh. No, 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 no. Uh, older Bond. Black Timothy hair. Dalton. Timothy oh, Dalton. Wow. Tim Timothy Dalton plays like the Professor X character. Because like, it's very... It's like a dark, spooky, silly version of X-Men almost. Yeah, it's um, like if, if X-Men weren't hot people. Yeah. If they were actual mutant yeah. mutants. Yeah. All these people sound hot, though. Everyone you've mentioned. I mean, they, are, they are still all actors. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. They, they won't cast me. Yeah. 
but your father over the years has changed a bunch he has but we're happy that you know he's doing his own thing you know I'm, yeah. i just wish you'd call more <laughs> uh uh that was a bit that i did for the uh album release for my fake ska band where i just texted myself but i changed my name and my phone to brendan fraser <laughs> and it was hey it's me brendan your real dad i can't wait to hear your new ep i met your mother on the set of encino man <laughs> 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 and just wrote this whole ass backwards story and then underneath i just wrote what and then just put a gif of him from george of the jungle smiling <laughs> and then just posted that i was like hey, there's your there's your ad campaign for the new album <laughs> Oh, speaking of things that make me hyper, the lion fight in Georgia, the jungle. Holy right. shit. Anytime. Rubber tree. Good for clothesline. Yep, anytime an animal has people hands, I am all in. It punches him in the face. Like a human would punch a human. A lion punches Georgia, the jungle. And I'm like, yes, that's it. The, that's the peak that's of really, movie really making. Good. Um. <laughs> All right, so we've talked about what makes us hyper, and we, honestly, we did such a quick thing because uh, of the wheel being that we should have been more well-prepared. But, uh, Dan, I know we didn't ask anyone, but we do have quite a few guests here. Are there any specific songs that get you guys hyped up, like hyper songs and not an electro version of Damn It? Yeah. Um, when I was a kid, it was always um, Blur's song, too. Sure. I always said yeah. to myself, that would be my... Uh, what is it called? Your like Desert Island song? Oh, yeah. It's like that yeah. one. That one always got me hyped. That would be um, now, so much fun to listen to a thousand times in a row. Yeah. Now what gets me hyped is um, Jersey Club music. Really? <laughs> <laughs> it's oh my really God. good, actually. It's very, I... like, it's my, when I was, especially younger, I feel like I didn't have, um, I always thought like club music was just like really long, just like re like 10 minute long remixes and stuff. This is like fucking minute 30 second songs. I'm like, yes. Perfect. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm in for that. Yeah. It's great. Uh, I have a hysterical story uh, that is like perfect New Jersey. So we've been going to go see like uh, wedding venues. We actually just picked our wedding venue out. Uh, uh, thank you. I think it's what it was on Monday. We like emailed them and we're like, this is the one. Because Casey is the only venue that we went to that Casey walked into and started crying. But right before we went to this one, we went to another yeah. one that was basically like a picnic ground. And the guy that went to meet us to show us around the the venue is just quintessential Jersey Guido. Yes. That he's walking around and like everything. It's not it's he the way that it's coming in his mind is this like I can give this these people whatever they want. I am a problem solver, I will solve the problem. But what's coming out is, you know, usually like during the fall months is when you're saying you want to get married. We'll just like put this card out here, we'll do like coffee or like hot cider or something, you know, whatever you want. It doesn't matter. I don't care. We can do whatever you want. I don't care. He was just keeps coming and saying that he didn't care about what. Who like, wanted to do like your big day? Yeah, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. We'll do whatever you want. But while he was talking, he was like, yeah, this weekend, people love me. They invite me to like the, the parties beforehand. Like, it's great. I go to rehearsal dinners all the time. They love me when they people work with me. They love me. Uh, but these people, they started playing dance music and I was just in there bumping my fist, dude. It was the best. It was the best. Usually it plays like shit music, like stuff that people like. But no, they were playing house music and I love it. It was awesome. <laughs> Do you guys like music? And it's like, we're actually musicians. Like, oh, that's sick, dude. I got, I know a bunch of DJs. We'll get your wedding set up nice with a bunch of these cool DJs. <laughs> oh. And then I, and then he mentioned one. And I was like, I think they have a billboard by where I work. And he goes, no, that's a different one. <laughs> 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 He's such a dick. There's a lawsuit pending. 
Michigan. <laughs> we pulled I, don't it. I don't care, but it's not that one. New Jersey yeah. is the greatest place on the planet. I love it so much. I try to convince people to live here all the time. Yeah. yeah. Nothing wrong love with Jersey, Jersey Club music. <laughs> all right. So Jersey Club music. Anyone else? Hype music? No, I, I've been like uh, uh, running on a treadmill a lot <laughs> recently. And uh, and I, I found this like playlist. It's just like a, a generic Spotify uh, uh, uh it's like a rock running mix. I just okay. listen to it every fucking time. So it's you always really? the same. Like pretty much every time I listen to that. Or I made like a like a like a pop punk, like skater punk uh running playlist too. But um, but the uh the the one that Spotify made for me or or that is just their playlist uh has uh refused on it. And fucking oh, like that song new noise by refused. That song used to get pump up jam fucking hyped. Yeah, when yeah. I was younger. Yeah. But yeah, I know this playlist is like has like just um all stuff that I like wouldn't maybe not normally be like smashing pumpkins and like deftones. So it's yeah. just when I'm there in that like hour I'm at the gym, like that is like yeah. Uh, if you want to yeah. add one song, because when I was running a lot, which I have to get back into because I'm a fat piece of shit and I don't fit in any of my clothes. Um Preach. there is a song by uh the Joy Formidable off yeah. of one of their albums that starts off with like balloons blowing up and being popped uh and then you hear like this maniacal cackle and then the pace of the song like the tempo was, was always the pace that i would run at and it's the perfect like one two three four one two yeah. three like nice. just speed for running that i would get through this nine minute song that's like this intro of weird ethereal noises and that song would come on and be like oh no i'm good for like another hour yeah yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. i'll send it to you it's yeah. fantastic that's awesome, that's awesome. yeah you should make a workout mix for all of us. We should all run. Yes. Well, well put all if, your hype for the Jersey folks here, uh, Casey made a playlist that she runs through every day called Running in New Jersey. And it's just running songs <laughs> that reference New Jersey or bands uh, from New Jersey. Obviously, Bruce is the Sopranos. Bruce is on there like four <laughs> times. There's a lot of there's a lot of Gaslight Anthem on there. Uh, <laughs> oh, I also listen to a lot of like 2000s like rap. Like DMX, if you put that on, yeah, oh, yeah. that'll I work. Will, I will do anything for D. For sure. R.I.P. R.I.P. But I had a, I had another another running playlist that had um uh sound system by Operation Ivy on it, and like oh, I was yeah. on the treadmill, I was like I was like doing like weird like it was like skank jogging. It was fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. I want, I want to open up a, a ska gym that is just all gym equipment. Oh my god! Like, I just picture like those elastic band workouts, but like you're skanking with them. Yeah, <laughs> please, please write this sketch just so I can be in it in the background as like ska gym. Yeah, yeah. And every yeah, gym has a fan. We should, we, should, we should all talk this out and take it to Shark Tank. I think we should. It would, it would work for people who are just like us who also don't want to really work out. <laughs> all five of us. Yeah. 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 Guys, you do realize that like, if you listen to Ska, you also do not like running. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that Venn diagram is a circle. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Uh, Rose, what about you? Any specific like hype up I jams? I this guy juice box out of milwaukee and he has a lot of uh oh, okay ready here's some titles 100 miles per hour that's a hit cool. that's <laughs> a hit i think i should just leave it why at that. so slow though uh, i don't know <laughs> he wants to take know. in the sights while he's running i don't understand 
why am I so hype? I don't know. <laughs> he could be he could be making me much more crazy. This juice box with X's. Juice box <laughs> with how many X's, Rose? Three X's at the end. Juice okay. No X's. So 100 miles per hour is a song. Yeah, there's the guy. There, there he is. Wow. Juice box. Oh. Juice that song I is like a him. fucking hype song. It's a good sweatheart song to run. Oh, sweatheart, Rose. You got to talk about that. Guys, I don't know if I have any, like, where's, I, I don't even know if any of those songs were extra hype. Um, uh, they weren't. Uh, to me, they were more like poppy, poppy music, which to me is never super hype. It kind of has to hype. be outside the realm of pop music to really get, to really get yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah he's, oh, okay. uh, Rose is in the band called Sweatheart. <laughs> Not Sweetheart, Sweat. Love it. Sweat Sweatheart. What about Finger Bang? And is that a, is that a, uh, not hype? It's mellow. That's like a it's mellow, mellow, right? Yeah. <laughs> finger, finger banging is your folk punk project. <laughs> yes. Indie That's folk Phoebe, rock. Phoebe Bridgers. Yeah. yeah. Finger, finger it's basically a Phoebe. Finger banging, but you have to like just imagine it's 2005. So saying finger banging in 2005 was like. Bleh. Oh, it was very. It's, not, it's not, not like that right now. You said it and that made sense to me. Really? I don't Being know. nostalgia yeah. for 2005. Yeah. I was like, I remember when people talked about the shocker yeah. and finger banging. Yeah, exactly. So finger awesome. banging was the, the game. That was my brother's exactly. roller hockey team name. They were the shockers. Stop. Nice. Oh my God. Remember there was like such a scandal when all these kids were like doing the shocker in yearbooks? Yeah. yeah. You remember my, that? My, when, when my, um, we did like our senior portrait. My friend was like, wouldn't it be awesome if we all made shirts that had the shocker on it? So we all like- Are you all serious? My, all of my friends had shocker right. shirts. I need a second engagement. Right <laughs> <laughs> oh That's goodness. cute. You guys are so cute. You know you know Dude. the weird songs that, that like will hype me up? I, I have a playlist that's called Fight Me. And it's because <laughs> I, they're, they're all kind of goofy, but they, they kind of make me happy. But it's yeah, like yeah. like the outfield. Uh, Josie's on a vacation far away. I'll just I'll yes! just play that part over and over and over and over and over. And like the more times I play, it's just like part. those first twenty seconds in a row, the more hype I get. Like the the longer somebody lets me do it, the more I'm like, oh my god, it's happening again. Ah, <laughs> oh, I, now I want to hear that song. It's so good. I my mom had. I'm still trying to find this. This is like my this is my white whale. My mom drove this like teal blazer with some wacky ass stripes on it back yeah. in the 90s. And then I inherited this amazing car. Yeah. Um, and she had this polio string cheese, like mail-in order cassette tape. And it was like, it was like summer polio, summer hits. And it had like an electric guitar on it. It was all like neon and like cocaine and stuff. And that cassette tape was fucking awesome. It had that song on it. It had the Hooters and we danced. It had Seals and Crofts. Summer breeze makes oh, me that's awesome. Like I had all these like fucking so great songs and and I just have like she like wore the tape out and I've been trying to find this fucking tape forever and I will never find it. But that's a shame. That's that's hype shit. That's hype that shit. is hype shit. We were talking about the episode that we recorded last night um, with Angel of the Morning because when you think of Angel of the Morning, I feel like you just think of the song Angel by Shaggy, and my mom fucking loves Shaggy. 
Your uh, mother loves Shaggy. My mother loves Shaggy uh, because when she had her red Ford Taurus when we were growing up, the cassette deck had the flipper soundtrack stuck in the cassette deck. So all we could listen to was In the Summertime by Shaggy over and over and over again. <laughs> It's just the flipper soundtrack. <laughs> it's amazing. Holy shit, I forgot there was a flipper movie. What oh, was? Actually, I just watched an interview with Elijah Wood because YouTube serves me well. Uh, and it was just him talking about how, why he chose to do flipper. And it was just because one to hang out in the Bahamas. I was like 15 years old. I thought it'd be kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. Three months to party with a dolphin for four months. Oh, yeah, dude, you're very intelligent. I love that Elijah Wood just kind of like did what he needed to do just to like make enough money to just like uh, do what he wants to do. That was just exclusively yeah. just like just like bizarre. Yeah, yeah. Horror those weird horror movies now. Yeah, it's just horror movies now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What was Perfect. that one we saw that was really good? Oh, uh, Daddy's Home. Yeah, that yeah. movie was great. What's it called? Daddy's Home. Daddy, I think it was called Daddy's Home. I or wait, so. no, wait, wait. That might be movie. Hold on. Oh no, Daddy's. No, I thought it was Daddy's so, Home. Daddy's here or Daddy's home or oh, something. Oh, Daddy Daycare. It's the Daddy thing going on. Um. Yeah. What is it? Tell me that. Come to Daddy. Come to Daddy. Uh, okay. Come to Daddy. The Apex Twins song. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's like Elijah Wood is like a uh, it's like a the his like a estranged father reaches out to him and he like goes to like meet his father this father he never knew for the yeah. first time but like all this. Yeah, and know, he's like, like in the movie he he plays kind of a funny character he's like a weird he's like a hipster yeah. no he's like he's like he's like a, yeah like a williamsburg kind like of like a douche. total douche yeah, yeah. yeah. but, but it's, it's, it's great it's really good so really the fun. reason why i vividly remember the flipper soundtrack being stuck on my car because the flipper soundtrack only has like five actual songs and then it just the flippers the rest of them yeah no it's just dolphin noises no the rest of it's just score uh but five songs first song rayvon and shaggy in the summertime second song do it again the beach boys wow third third song it's not unusual tom jones which i think is weird for a movie about a, about a dolphin uh loving a boy and then i guess there's a version of the flipper theme by Matthew Sweet that is also on that cassette. Wow. And it was just a five song cassette EP of the soundtrack. The rest of it was just the score that they could fit on the cassette. Did you guys have like weird soundtracks you were obsessed with when you were younger? Like other than that, like- um, uh, I was really into the Scooby-Doo soundtrack, the Scooby-Doo movie. Scooby-Doo oh, yeah. movie soundtrack had one. The, uh, the Mallrats soundtrack was for me. Yeah, I feel like there was like certain formative soundtracks for me that were like, I just thought we're formative for everyone, but like nobody, like American Werewolf in Paris and like The Crow 2. You like all these things like, my friends had and I had. And like, I thought that was just like a cultural thing that everyone had these soundtracks, but apparently no, nobody had these. Uh, I had so soundtrack. Oh, you know what it is? And they put it on vinyl recently. I didn't get it, but uh, the Shrek soundtrack is oh, great. Yes. Like, yeah, sure. It's got. It's got Smash Mouth on it, whatever, but it's also got like no uh, Leonard Cohen. Yeah. It's got it Joan Jett. It's got it's got so many things. But the one that I remember vividly is the Scooby Doo soundtrack. I used to like sit on my floor in my bedroom and oh. listen to the Scooby Doo soundtrack. Uh, but like from the movie from uh, the t- early 2000s, we got Shaggy again. Simple Play uh, was on one of them, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, was it on this one? 
Yep, Simple Plan and MXPX doing their version of the Scooby-Doo theme song. Oh, wow. Um, uh, Baja Man. Oh, not uh, it, is it Who Let the Dogs Out or is it some other song? We don't know. It is Scooby-D. It's a song written for the movie. Wow. Uh, let's see. Was Sugar Ray. Was this actually any good? Did you like this? I, I enjoyed this as a child. <laughs> Thoroughly. <laughs> you can enjoy it as an adult, Trish. This is yeah. a shame. No. Yeah. I knew friends who were obsessed with like the Josie and the Pussycat soundtrack. Oh, the Godzilla soundtrack too. The Josie and the, oh, oh, Josie and the Pussycats. Soundtrack. That soundtrack rules. I heard it rules. Yeah, I never it listened is, to it. It is like what? it is awesome. This is shocking. I have to give these things a listen. It's, I was saying before that I listened to this soundtrack for this movie called Judgment Night that I don't think anybody has ever watched this movie. Does this even ring a bell, it, Judgment Night? Uh, Ad, have you heard of Judgment Night? Uh, yes. I was, really yeah. into mash- I was deeply, I'm still deeply into mashups. And it, it was like Sonic Youth. Oh, it's the, um, it's the one with uh, Public yeah. Enemy and Anthrax, right? Yeah, well, Public Enemy and Anthrax, yeah. That's on that soundtrack, it's right? That. It's like, yeah, I think so. That's on there and also, oh God, there's a, uh, oh my God! Mud Honey and De La Soul <laughs> and Sonic Youth and like See, Sonic Youth, Sonic Youth and Cypress Hill. I just pulled it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really fucking oh, crazy. Cypress Hill so and Pearl know. Jam too. That was also on there. Holy shit! That was my. Oh, that was, so, but that was all like the crossover, yeah. like rap and yeah. rock. Yeah. Oh, you know what's a great soundtrack? Um, and we, I think we talked about it on the show maybe a month or two ago. The soundtrack to uh, Detroit Rock City. Oh yeah, with all the Kiss covers yeah. on it. It had like Everclear doing a Kiss cover. It had um, who else? Some like garbage ripoff band, like Garbage Meets Hole, but it wasn't either of those bands. They did it. They did a song on it. They did like Twenty First Century Boy by T Rex. Uh, just so many cool songs on that. So many good soundtracks. That's hype. The type right there. Yeah. The, oh, Wes Anderson movies. I oh, for that. sure. That yeah. Was, that was my Wes Anderson shit. movies. How many times can they Rolling put Stones Nico fan. these days in a soundtrack? Come on, Wes Anderson. That's, anytime I hear the Nico. Yeah. Anytime I, I hear that song specifically, I'm like, this is in some Wes Anderson movie for sure. There's yeah, no, no way the it's Rushmore not. The Rushmore one for me was like probably yeah, the one I yeah. listened to the most. I, yeah. All the, well, the Royal Time Moms had all that like. Mark Mullenbaugh stuff mm-hmm. in there too. Yeah, yeah the uh, the Elliot Smith drop and oh my, oh my god, god. <laughs> that, that was where I heard that song first. Yeah. Matt and I uh, we did karaoke in our house recently. We just like put on YouTube stuff. We're like, what's the most depressing thing we could say karaoke to? We're like, Needle in the Hay. And to <laughs> all and behold, there is oh a Needle in the Hay. Oh my god, that's awesome. One time we were out at at. Uh, karaoke at South House, and it was around Christmas time. And Seamus did Christmas Shoes, the full song in full sincerity. No! Just, it was awesome. It was such a such a fun went, moment. Uh, I I went on vacation over the summer to the Outer Banks with like a bunch of college friends. Since the pandemic, we couldn't, but every year or so, we do like a big friend trip somewhere, and we just hang out and we drink. And it's a great time, and we play this game that Casey taught us where you get a piece of cardboard and you spin a quarter and you write everyone's names in a circle. Like, like you write your name and put a circle around it. You spin a quarter. And if it lands on your name, you have to drink. But if it lands in an area where there's no name, you then write a rule. 
Uh, so it could be like, you have to sit on the ground for the entirety until the next turn, or you have to, the, the popular one is eat soap. They yeah. have like these little, these little like uh, decorative soaps that were in the bathroom <laughs> once. And ever since then, eat soap has always been an option on the board. No. Uh, you just take a bite of the soap. But one of them, because there's a guy, we had never met him before. He was one of our friends, uh, new boyfriends. He kept on talking about the song Christmas Shoes and how depressing it was. So his rule was you had to listen to the entirety of Christmas Shoes for every time it kind of landed on. And then he drew the biggest circle. So we were like, we have to stop playing now because we've queued up Christmas Shoes seven times. I, I had literally <laughs> never heard it in its entirety before Seamus sang it that day. That was my introduction to the full version of the song. What is sadder, Christmas Shoes or Artificial Flowers by Bobby Darren? Ooh, I've never heard that song. The uh, Artificial Flowers is about um, a little girl who sells fake flowers to try to make money because her parents both died and she lives in a tenement building and at the end of the song they find her frozen to death because there's a crack in the Match tenement girl, window. Like little match girl shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, little match yeah. girl shit. And then uh, when she goes to heaven instead of a halo they give her a garland of genuine flowers oh, and it shit. ends with Bobby Darren whispering into the microphone going, give her the real thing. Oh, God. No. Yeah, kill that girl. You know what's more sad than that? We we kind of have to wrap it up. Oh. <laughs> I was just going to talk about that, that Pearl Jam cover of that. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. That song bummed the shit out I have a bunch. I have a bunch of friends who are, are from New England and are therefore Patriots fans. And every time they yeah. start talking about football, I send them the – Pearl Jam cover of the I am a patriot. I love my country. <laughs> it's how I get away with being part of that conversation. <laughs> well, let's let's make a deal. In the next couple months, we'll get you all back on the show and just talk about what bums us out. And we'll talk right. about all oh the God. songs. So much content. And we'll make toasties together. Yes, we'll, we'll make toasties. Let's no no, let's actually uh, if we're all if we all get vaccinated and we're all good and healthy and maybe oh, we've beaten this we're thing. Back, baby. Let's back. let's go hang out. We'll make sandwiches in person. Oh, How about that? Yes. We'll bring the pod to y'all. Nice. Toast it up in NJ. Feel Feelings is a Wasted Robot production. Editing done by Dan Getz. Music by George Bruderman. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at FeelFeelingsPod and even leave us a voice message at anchor.fm backslash feelfeelings. If you're ever feeling any heavy emotions and feel like there's nowhere to turn to, please don't hesitate to reach out to us or to any of the resources in the show notes. Thanks for listening. We're such a professional show.